This is Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. It is now 24 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Ibrahim Dean, independent researcher. Yesterday, Sudanese political parties and the military signed a framework deal that they said would pave the way for a two-year civilian-led transition towards elections and end a sometimes violent standoff triggered by last year's coup. The deal could mark a new phase for Sudan, but has already faced resistance from protest groups opposed to negotiations with the military and from Islamist factions loyal to the regime of a toppled leader, Omar al-Bashir. Ibrahim now joining us on the line. Ibrahim, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Is this deal with the paper that it's written on? Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. It seems as if there is a consensus among the political factions uh, about the deal. Um, you know, the regional changes since the last year are very significant. The Qatari Saudi blockade is over, you know, the U.S. Uh, relations with the Gulf have improved. Um, and also, it's seen in the support for the deal. So we have the, you know, the, the FFC, which is the, the, the uh, you know, the, the Freedom for Change, uh, the, the, the Islamist Popular Congress Party. Uh, supporting you now, there is a lot of, as you, as you like you said, uh, um, uh, resistance to the deal on the ground because many have lost trust in the military organization and also because the military seems to have, as part of the deal, which is still very vague, seems to have a veto over many very important decisions. Um, but you know, in the main, it seems that uh, the deal is acceptable to more people than it isn't acceptable to, and that's why you know the political forces feeling that. You know, we won't get in any with the protest, that the economy is collapsing, you know, that there was a dengue fever outbreak a month ago. We have decided that, you know, in order to try and make the best of the transition, uh, a negotiated, compromised settlement is implemented properly, is better than, uh, you know, the current standard. So why would um, those who were in support of Omar al-Bashir be against this deal? So that I think is more actually uh, grandstanding um, and uh, an attempt to actually uh, you know show the deal or actually gain support from the political forces for the deal. Uh, you know, it seems that it, the deal currently does uh, you know um, uh, allow for transition. It should be good for uh, the political forces, but also I mean the current deal doesn't say anything about social justice and and reconciliation and transitional justice, which you know would in a sense be in favour of uh, of, uh, of 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 those you know former regime elements. However, you know in saying so, uh, some former regime elements are fearful of the fact that you know the the, the anti-corruption Wakfi um, Saleh was released yesterday, anti-corruption activist. So you know uh, the prime minister will crack down on the military because the military and uh, military companies. But, you know, as we've seen, the military have actually just used some of the, you know, got rid of some of the heads of the former uh, National Commerce Party, uh, the Chief Party, um, and actually entrenched itself. And so I think, you know, uh, in looking at the Islamists, um, or at least, you know, people from the former regime, many are fearful that they're going to be led, you know, for the military to entrench and con- continue its control or continue its role. Uh, you know, they'll be left by the wayside, and that's why we're against you, because currently the current status quo benefits them and not necessarily the protests. And what should we read into um, which positions are given to who? This is now the question based on military versus civilian. 
I think yes, there's a few positions. One is the defense and, and security portfolios will be given to civilians, but any real defense positions or defense and security related measures are going to be, uh, you know, con- uh, uh, um, uh, endorsed or have to be endorsed by a military civilian committee. So, you know, those positions don't really mean much in terms of ministerial. We're looking, for example, at the economics, the economy uh, and justice, uh, you know, which or which individuals get that portfolios, uh, whether or not people from uh, the Sudanese Revolutionary Fund, the SRF, uh, you know, with, uh, with the military sign deal group, whether they have positions in the new uh, governing uh, alliance, and whether or not the, the prime minister actually exercises real control. And Abdul Hamdouk before was very adept at, and skillful at leveraging and, and, and you, you know, being able to balance the, the contending uh, demand between the military and civilians, uh, the, the prime minister will have to be, again, very adaptable. So, you know, looking at his levels of control will tell you whether or not the, the military is serious or whether, whether the military is just doing this uh, because, you know, yes, uh, you know, it, it's still in, in, in power, but no, it's not been able to, you know, crack down on the protests which still continue. Thank you so much for your time. Ibrahim Dean is an independent researcher. It's half past three. Time for the news headlines. Thanks very much. A look now at the news headlines. Ratings company Fitch says the findings against President Ramaphosa have the potential to pose a threat to the fiscus and ultimately to the credit rating status itself. The city of Cape Town's health directorate says 13 people have died due to COVID-19 related illnesses in the last seven days. And the city of Cape Town has called on residents to use water wisely this summer in order for the municipality to lower its usage. There's a full update at the top of the hour.